Alright, so welcome to the Chronicles of Fancy. If you guys are wondering what kind of childhood I grew up with, you know, you kind of had hints throughout the entire series. But I'm just going to piece it all together for you guys. I was born in upstate New York. I'm not going to say the town. You might know from the rest of Eleven podcast, but... And then, you know, I was born in upstate New York, and I stayed there for four years. And, you know, my mom left for a while. Then my dad, you know, raised me and my sister for a while. And then my dad got a job deal down in Alabama. And, you know, he took that job offer. And, uh, you know, he kind of had to get my mom to move me and my sister down here when she came back. So... That's what it all started, you know, and then I went to kindergarten. Like, I was, I went to preschool in uh, upstate New York. Then I went to kindergarten in Alabama. And that was hell for me because I had no friends. I didn't know anybody. I was gaining a lot of weight. This is where my binge eating disorder was rooted from. I would eat a lot of food when I came home from school. I would not want to go outside. I was kind of alone. You know, I had a next door neighbor, but, you know, she figured that, you know, my sister was the cooler one. And I always thought my sister was really cool because she's the older one. And, you know, you look up to your older sibling. So, yeah, I had a friend for a while, but then my sister took her. We loved that. So that was teenager for you. In the first grade, I had... A classmate that I was kind of close to, you know, talk me on my back, betray me, you know, run away from me with another friend, and, you know, she became a cheerleader. And I went to speech therapy at school. I don't know why. I probably spoke too fast or something. I don't know. And then, you know, I, side note, I was held in kindergarten for two years. So the first year in, of kindergarten, it was practically... You know, people making fun of me. And, you know, next year of kindergarten, you know, I had a classmate who was a little bit closer to. And, you know, the teacher was a little bit nicer. And, you know, we had a lot of fun, but I kind of didn't. You know, it was a little bit better school year. You know, I kind of bonded with my classmates, you know. I kind of grew up with them, too. But some of them left, and, you know, it kind of sucked, you know, especially when I... But in life, I wouldn't fit in, you know. That was my life for you. I never fit in anywhere. First grade, like I said, my friend, my class, the classmate I was the closest to, she betrayed me. She would gossip about me and run away with her new friend. And they be, both became cheerleaders. I think, now that I think about it, it's like I think that they were young, too young and too ignorant do you really realize that, you know, just because I'm a nobody or, you know, that I'm not a cheerleader or, you know, something, something doesn't mean that I'm not a bad, doesn't mean that, you know, I'm a bad friend. You know, I'm not a bad friend. You know, I actually try to talk to her all the time. I tried to be a good friend, you know, that at that time, you know, you don't know what's going on. I told my mom about it. You know, this is when I felt like I could talk to my parents about anything. Mom, my friend, 
my friend started to run away from me, started whispering at her friend, and, you know, she told me about gossiping and all that stuff, and she talked to, you know, my classmate's mother, and then the classmate sent me an apology, no, you know, it's just a lot of crap, and then from then on, it was second grade. My teacher, now, back then, I resented the way she would yell at us kids. But now I thank her for it. Because then I could read a lot better. I was able to read a lot better. I was able to, you know, I had a little bit, by the time I got out of second grade, I was a little bit more well-behaved. Because, you know, but she taught us grammar. She taught us a lot, you know. During the sec the first and second grade, actually during my primary school life, you know, my parents would fight. And, you know, around the second, third, fourth grade, they would be divorced. You know, the divorce would be finalized or something like that. You know, as a kid, you know, I struggled making friends. You know, I didn't really fit in anywhere. But, you know, the older you get, the more you realize, you know, the kids in your school, you know, they won't be friends with you forever. <sighs> you know, nothing else matters. After high school, you just do what you do. You become you again. And I'm trying to find myself after high school. You know, it's been... <laughs> Damn it, it's been uh, three, four months, four months actually, five months, five months since I left high school. Feels longer than that because I've been in my head a lot, trying to find myself. But you see, when my parents divorced, it got worse. So, around fourth, fifth Around the um, second grade, my dad lived in a trailer because my mom kicked him out because he she she got the uh, house and he got nothing. But then you know my dad's a champ. Though he fought through the divorce like a champ. You know he loved me and my sister to death. And you know when we went. When we stayed at his trailer for the weekend, you know, it was like 40 minutes away from home or 40 minutes away from my mother. And, you know, we would do different things throughout the weekend, like go to Walmart, you know, even though he could afford a lot, you know, we had many adventures and I appreciated that. You know, that was the best, that was the best part of it. Although, you know, he was struggling, my mom was struggling, you know, my uh, grandma lived with my mom in the house that my dad about bought and then you know it was like that for a while and then my dad got full custody of me and my sister got the house back had to refinance the house and he got a nice girlfriend and at the time i kind of resented her because she acted like a sporty pants so did her kids so i felt dumb so i rebelled like you know, I was like the Naruto kid. 
Although I never watched Naruto in the fifth grade. I was like Naruto, you know? Knucklehead. It's like stubborn. You know, I would listen to punk rock music. You know, I would, you know, kind of be this. I, I would kind of disobey my father. And then, you know, I would slip in, you know, after the fifth grade, you know, I went to sixth grade. That's middle school for you guys. Of you know, if you guys live in the, if you guys don't live in the United States, that's uh, secondary school for you, sixth through twelfth grade. Or some people call it just middle school. Middle school was trash. It was garbage. You know, my dad was with his fiance. No, she. Now, I look back on it, she wasn't that bad. You know, you take the bad for granted because you meet the worst. Oh, you'll know what I mean. Lord, Lord. Um, my dad's fiance, like I said, the smarty pants fiance. No, now that I look at it, look at it, you know, I could have probably learned a few things from her because she was actually pretty cool. You know, she knew a lot about aviation. You know, she was, she always stayed in college for most of her life. And, you know, she was like a genius. But, you know, she had a sense of humor. You know, she really made my dad happy. And that really counted. Then, unfortunately, they broke up. And I wish that she wasn't sick. That, you know, his, her son wasn't a jerk. Because her son was a jerk. He thought he knew everything. He was a douchebag. I'm going to say that. He would take pills and, you know, he repelled me from Pink Floyd. And I still get nightmares from it. You know, he's just... You know, he didn't... He never had a sense of humor. But, you know, his sister was the better version of him. But sometimes, you know, she'd make me feel dumb, too. And I don't like that. But, you know, she was cool. She loved anime, and that's where I found my love for anime. Okay, maybe in the third grade I did, when I started watching Pokemon and training, trading Pokemon cards. But, yeah, back to the sixth grade. You know, eventually, before, I would say around the February time frame of the sixth grade year, they split up because of her son... She chose her son over my dad, and, you know, that's what any mother would do. So, they broke up, but not entirely, you know. Dad still loved her. He, She still loved him. I think they were soulmates, and I do believe in soulmates. You know, she would not die, you know, she had cancer. Cancer all over, let's just say that. I'm sorry that I had to say that word, but... Not a lot of people like that word, but, you know, she was dying of cancer. That was another thing. That's one of the reasons why they didn't get married, because she was dying of cancer, and he would have taken on her medical bills. So, they would see each other on and off here and there. And, you know, she was a decent person, actually. So my dad was single for a while. Yeah. 
The A3 wasn't a bad year. Now I look back at it, I just hated to uh, do the math problems. I hated going to school so much. You know, the seventh grade year was difficult for me. You know, at the beginning, I should have said seventh grade first. The seventh grade year was difficult for me because I I started going through my depression pretty bad. You know, I thought I found my first love on Xbox, but he lied to me and he lied his age. He lied, you know, about everything. He basically said he cheated on me, all that stuff over Xbox. And now that I think about it, it was small and petty. But, you know, like I said, the first cut is always the deepest. And, you know, you can't remind your emotions. At the time, I was really hurt. I was hurt, hurt. And I should have, you know, not only that, but I felt bad. You know, I liked this one guy at school. To this day, I wonder what ha- would have happened if I... Wasn't shy enough to date him. Because I knew he kind of liked me too. But I think it was just middle school stuff. If you don't know, back in the sixth grade, you know, it took me how many months? It took me half the school year to find out that I actually like this guy. Okay, until Christmas break. Around that time frame, I actually like this guy. You know, I started getting feelings for him. You know, I actually had feelings for him. And I was shy. You know, I didn't know how to date a guy. I didn't know how to talk to a guy. We would, we would just hang out as friends. Footsie and all that shit. And it was cool. You know, I had a few other quote-unquote friends. But by the next year, the gang, quote-unquote gang, would decrease. Although, in the seventh grade, it was more like a gangster year. <laughs> I had a squad, a quote-unquote squad, give me a break. And then the next year, you know, this is where, you know, I would play Roblox more again. Yes, you know, gaming was a big part of my life, too. Roblox, Minecraft, Dagon Racing, you know, a lot of games. To be quite frank, in the 8th grade, it was the year of the Xbox 360. My sister would play in parties on Xbox. You know, when I I didn't really have many people to play Xbox with. But, you know, I just would build on Minecraft. I would mine on Minecraft. You know, the year of 8th grade, you know, it went by so fast. You know, I realized... You know, I freaked out every beginning of the year because I was scared of going into school. But then I went into school. Ninth grade. Ninth grade was not a bad year. But then, you know, people would kind of interrogate me. And, you know, I would, I, you know, at that, that time I didn't have a lot of friends. You know, the squad faded, phased out, and, you know, at the time, 8th grade, ninth grade, I started my YouTube channel, my older one, and, you know, I was in the midst of a very long-distance relationship, like, I fell in love with someone from the UK, 
I'm going to keep his name protected. But he was from London. I fell madly in love with him, you know. I wanted to move in with him in the, or like I wanted to work my butt off to, uh, you know, find a place for him and I after I got out of high school, but that didn't happen because I realized he cheated on me multiple times with other girls online. And, you know, after the third time, I couldn't trust him and I didn't have the guts to break up with him because of the time we spent together. So, basically, what happened was, uh, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was basically, I'm going to say the spring, springtime of ninth grade. I broke up with the guy, you know, I was in the midst of my, uh, of a fitness journey, you know, I would go to the gym here and there. And then at the 10th grade, you know, I just did whatever, whatever. You know, at the end of 9th grade, oh, a very important detail. After I broke up with the, the guy from London, I just started dating a guy from my state, but six hours away from me. And then he ended up moving to Michigan. And he broke up with me. So, but he was the first kiss because we met up in person because he was on his way up north to up north to see his family. And at that time, I thought he was going to stay in L, stay in my state. I thought, you know, you. I thought he was the one too. I you know he wasn't because now we don't talk at all. Now, I wish we were, but I wish we would, but. You know, he was one of the deepest cuts, metaphorically. I really, really loved him. I would think about him every single day for a long time. Up until, you know, I found, up until, uh, you know, 11th grade. I kept his uh, school cards he gave me. You know, I just, I don't know what happened there, but I think he found someone else up close for in, the, in his hometown in Michigan. You know, whatever happened there, you know, I wanted to be good enough for him and I wanted to be the one, but then I never was the one and he was never the one. So, you know, I stayed single for a while and I kind of talked to a few people here and there, you know, girls and boys, no, I am by an ace. So it's kind of hard to, you know, date, especially when, you know, you rather, especially when you don't experience sexual attraction. Again, this podcast will be explicit. The next ones will be not be so explicit. So the next, you know, I realized I was bi in high school because I had feelings for my best friend, best girlfriend, best lady friend. And I, you know, I kept denying it, too. You know, I would have feelings for guys here and there. I feelings for girls here and there. And that was when I realized I was bisexual. But I didn't really have sexual feelings towards anybody. So then I realized later on in life, later on in high school, that I was asexual, too. 
So I'm bisexual and asexual. Well, I'm bi-romantic. That's the technical term in the LGBTQ community. Now, I don't really talk about this to anybody, but, you know, I feel like Anchor would be the best place or, you know, you get, or this podcast would be the best place. Because this is LGBTQ friendly. You know, I ain't gonna judge you. For a while, you know, let's just say in the ninth grade, tenth grade, I liked the guy from. I'm gonna be on eleventh grade. Now, this is the year that, you know, me and that guy would uh, talk here and there, you know, he would give my hopes up. And, you know, it didn't happen. Until, you know, I met this other guy. No, he was just a friend. But, you know, I was going through a tough time in the 11th grade. So, you know, my dad and I got into a disagreement because of this new girl he started to date back in uh, 11th grade. You know, the time I was 17, you know, she called my mom names and, you know, she, I just had bad, really, I just had a really bad feeling about her, but, you know, dad became meaner. You know, he became more of a jerk when he would, you know, talk to me because, you know, in the end, it was all about her. I wasn't jealous. It's just, you know, I just wanted to spend a little bit more time with my dad. Because I was struggling mentally. You know, that summer before, you know, I was downgraded because, you know, I was confused about my gender. You know, I just go by gender neutral. You know, I'll wear boys clothes once in a while. I'll wear girls clothes. I'll wear, you know, I love wearing ties and I still do. I just don't do it so I don't embarrass people. I don't do it so I don't embarrass myself. I don't do it anymore so I don't embarrass my family. <laughs> I should do it more often because I do enjoy it. But then, you know, maybe for some other time. So, this girl, this woman that my dad was with, I couldn't stand her because I would go back into my dad's house and she was mean when she was drunk too, you know. My mom's no better. But, you know, you say shit about my mom, you say shit about my dad, you say shit about me, and you think I'm irresponsible? Look at yourself. I couldn't tolerate her anymore. It's like, you know what, Dad? I don't want to talk to her ever again. You know, in the senior year, I avoided her completely. Almost completely. And I try to be nice to her. But then I've always had my instinct saying, stay away from her. Stay away from her. And my dad broke up with her. Well, they still see each other like once a week. But, you know, I think they're just friends with benefits or whatever. I don't know. I don't know if there's romance involved or not. But to be quite frank... He can't stand living with her because she's mean and drunk and she takes advantage of him. He, she stole his beer and all that crap. So now, after senior year, you know, 
My dad still sees this woman here and there, but, you know, she acts like she owns him sometimes. But, you know what, my dad has the right to move on. I think he deserves someone better. I think he deserves the best woman possible. You know, there was this woman he dated for a while, a few years ago, and she was the bomb. I tell you what, guys, she was a social worker. She is a social worker, but they just were too far away. That's why the relationship kind of ended. So, she, not long after, he started dating a woman I call Bitch Face. And I don't like her, never will, because she always has something rude to say. She's just, she harasses people. She's drunk. Or sometimes, you know, she just talks shit about everybody. So, I just don't want to associate with her. So anyways, done, done talking about somebody. You know, what am I doing now? Well, let's see. I started my health journey, you know, to better myself in uh, February, basically. You know, my official date was February 10th. You know, I knew I had to take care, better care of myself. Gaining weight, a lot, like a lot of weight. You know, I think I went up to 300, 270, but now I'm like 200 pounds, maybe less, I hope. Maybe more, who knows? Weight, weight fluctuates, but calories in, calories out, bottom line. Exercise here and there, you know, don't push yourself too hard or else you're just going to collapse and binge again. That's my advice, don't deprive yourself. So what did I do? So I started off on the treadmill, then I started off, you know, on my bike during quarantine. I would eat greens and chicken, you know. I now that I now I at introduced a little bit of more carbs in my diet. Let's say I'll still eat the same bases, but once in a while I'll eat some carbs like tortillas, some carbs like pretzels, you know, a treat here and there. Cause I'm not gonna deprive myself because I'll get cravings and I'll binge. That's what happens. So I eat a small quantity of what I want to eat and I save it for later and later instead of eating the whole damn thing in one setting and wanting more and for it to become a habit. So anyways, that's what happens. That's the cycle. you got to break it. If you're a binge eater out there, what did I do today? Oh, I just hung out in my house, and I did grocery shopping. I was irritated. But you know what? Life is okay. I'm looking for my purpose in life. I'm making music here and there. I'm making content here and there. I'm talking to my good friends here and there. You know, I'm just hanging out here, and I'm still here. So that was my life in a nutshell. Thank you for listening, and have a lovely night or day. Thank you. I hope I probably talk you to sleep. Thank you. So much for listening to my podcast. Thank you. Bye for now.